Welcome to Shorts with Tara and Jill. This is Jill. You're going to sing, this is Tara. (laughs) Okay, so I have a story from one of my latest trips that I have to tell you. And it made me so mad. I nearly got got Eva and I kicked off a flight, basically. So we were on a a Delta flight to um, Charleston. And we, I had purpose, I get really stressed out about overhead space. And I really, this was a short trip. I didn't want to take a lot of luggage and I wanted to carry on. So I purposely purchased like Delta Comfort Plus or whatever. So like the extra space and dedicated overhead bins. Now I understand that dedicated doesn't mean guaranteed, but you know, if you have people sitting in all those seats, there's like, like three rows or something. And so like, come on there's going to be space for my bag. So even I get on and we, um, we, I put my stuff up above our seat and there's like a big black suitcase in the sp- the other spot. And so Eva puts hers across the aisle and the woman sitting across the aisle came on after Eva and said, Oh, actually that's for seat six a like that's for my seat. So Eva was like, Oh, okay. So she took her thing out and try, we tried to shove it in where my stuff was. And I ended up turning the black suitcase around, which is so that it clearly did not fit in the overhead anymore, but our bags were up there. And I was <laughs> like, because I, I knew it was a flight attendant bag. Like I knew it wasn't somebody else's bag. You can tell. And I was like, I'm sorry, but if someone else is telling me that they have a dedicated space for their bag for seat 6A, then so do I. So I put my stuff up there. So we sit down and I know this is going to be a problem. Like I know someone's going to say something and so everyone boards the flight and the flight attendants are walking around like shutting the overhead bins. And this guy comes over, a flight attendant comes over and says, who moved my bag? And I was like, okay, I could say nothing, but like half the plane saw me do this. So I obviously (laughs) did. So I said, I did. And he was like, well, why did you move my bag? I said, well, because... I'm supposed to have overhead space for my bags. He's like, no, you, they need to go under your seat. And I was like, well, no, I have a bag under my seat. He's like, well, which bag do you want to check? I said, I don't want to check any bag. I have overhead space. I have dedicated overhead space per my ticket. And uh, and so I'm going to leave my bags up there. And, and, and I also, I was like, by the way, first class is entirely open. So why don't you put your flight attendant bag in first class or our bags? I don't care. But it's like a whole thing, like the entire section was open. And he, he was like, nobody has guaranteed space on this flight. I am a flight attendant and this is a flight attendant bag. And I was like, okay, that's fine. But I was told that I can't put my bags across the aisle. So I gave up that spot. So I deserve overhead space. And he was like, listen, honey, that's when I lost. That's when I was like, are you kidding me? I was like, excuse me? what I'm sorry what he's like I am the flight attendant on this flight and you will check your bag and I was like I'm not checking my bag so you can do whatever you need to do but I'm not checking my bag because I paid for these seats and he marches up and gets the pilot and this is where I'm like Eva and I are both like kicked off the flight like for sure I'm getting but I, I was not being unruly whatsoever. I was sitting very calmly. Yeah. It was just, it was when he said, honey, that I was oh, like, yeah. excuse me. Yeah. So, but it's like, so the, so the, the 
pilot starts coming out and Eva gets up and takes our bags and shoves them under our seat with everything else. So it was fine. But it, it was like, what was so infuriating, I honestly would have been fine. Like move my bags to first class or move your, what, like I would have been fine with some yeah. I just don't want to check it and I don't want to be like treated like that. Like you just yeah. that is like, did you get any customer service training ever? Like that's like probably the first bullet point in every customer service training manual is never call a customer honey. <laughs> so disrespectful. Was, like he was such a prima donna and honestly, like I really I would have been fine negotiating something or whatever, doing whatever he asked if he did it in a really nice way. So anyways, that's my story. What ended up happening? You guys just put your stuff under your seat. And, and that didn't, was- nothing. And he didn't come back. And so Eva was like, well, what happens when they come around and offer us drinks? <laughs> so of course I spent the entire flight. First of all, I paid for Wi-Fi so I can get on Wi-Fi. And I spent the entire flight like crafting a nice note to Delta about Rocky. His name's Rocky. And it was funny because I asked Eva, I was like, can you see his name tag at the beginning of the flight? She's like, yeah, it's Rocky. So, and then like later on in the flight, she's like, he took his name tag off. Oh. And then the guy sitting behind us went up to first class to talk. He was the, so Rocky was the first class flight attendant. And so the guy behind us went up to like use the bathroom or something. And he and Rocky were like chit chatting. And so Eva was convinced that they were talking about us because they kept looking back. (laughs) Oh my God. My kids would have been dying. If I do anything, they're like, mom, mom, it's okay. Just stop. You know? I know. And you know, I get it. Like Sean tells me I need to, I'm not allowed to talk in airports. Like I literally not. (laughs) (laughs) My kids call me airport Tara. There's like, (laughs) they're like, when mom gets to the airport, she is a different human being. (laughs) They're always like, they text each other, alert, alert, airport Tara's arrived. (laughs) What is airport Tara like? Oh, I'm all business and you do not want to F with me. I'm like, I cannot do I, it's I can't. It's like I have to be early. I gotta like get it done. I don't like to be stressed. Yeah. Don't mess with me. You know, that's who I am. <laughs> yeah. That was so funny. So, anyways, we we're as we were leaving the flight, I was like, you know, I'm tempted to walk out because they're standing there, right? When you walk out, I'm tempted to walk out and be like say something honey back to him. But I was like, I'm not going to. And then we walk out and I just couldn't resist. We, as soon as my foot like left the airplane, I turned around and I just said, asshole. <laughs> and he was like, mom. The fact that he called you honey. I mean, come on. It's that's so just not disrespectful. Okay. Like it's really, it's like, I am the flight attendant. Okay. Okay. Power trip. Cool. Yeah. So, I'm the, okay. But I'm remember customers always right. There you go. Yeah. Anyways. So, yeah. So anyway, so we wanted to talk about um, networking in a new industry and like what to avoid. And this was sparked by this article that I read that Sean gave me from The Economist. And it was about, um, it was about like those times when people ask you if they can have coffee with you because they want to network, which is fine. 
But then they basically mess up. So basically, like, they're a half hour late, and you only have a half hour, and or they're whatever, or just, like, and then they have to come and order their coffee, and it just is like, ugh, why am I doing this? Um, so I don't know. When you think about, like, networking in general, what are some do's and don'ts that you try to live by? Well, that's definitely happened to me where somebody wants to meet with me and then they are late and then I'm waiting for them to get their drink and you're just like, oh my God, this is, I didn't even want to do this to begin with. I'm being nice, you know? So be respectful if you're asking somebody for their time. Be respectful of their time, right? Totally. I mean, I find this is a little bit of a generational thing too. Absolutely. I think we're more, we take um like being on time a little more seriously than maybe the younger generation does and yeah it's like there's traffic that should not be a surprise like texting somebody and being like I'm so sorry there's traffic at like 8 30 in the morning like there's traffic always yeah plan for it The other thing is I always think you should follow up. Like you should always follow up and be thankful. Thank you for your time. Thank you, whatever. Maybe in that thank you note, say one thing that you learned or took a a takeaway because I think then that you know that you were really listening to that person and you took some value of what they were saying. And I think it's important, even if you don't feel that way, it's important to respect them enough that they gave you their time and, and tried to teach you something. Definitely. I like that idea a lot. Put something in there that indicated that you were listening to the conversation. I think also if they've offered introductions to anybody else, like you should be writing that down and on a piece of paper, not in your phone, but on a piece of paper, you should be writing down so they can see you doing it. Okay. This person, you know, wants to introduce me to these people. And then when you follow up, don't just like list out the people but actually do some research on them and and say like, yeah, this person would be very helpful. Maybe we should wait on this person because it might not be the right fit. What, like, just don't just like blindly be like, oh, yeah, you offered five introductions. Please go make those. But you should follow up with those, the names in an email so that that so that the, uh, you know, so I have the, the reminder to go through and make those introductions. Yeah, I mean, introductions are huge. And so you should definitely value that connection. Um, I think a lot of times, like with me, I connect people a lot, whether it's with designers or, you know, photographers or, and it's always nice to even circle back and say, oh, hey, I connected and we're going to work together. I think that's really nice. A lot of times that doesn't happen. And then I'm blindsided like, oh, so, so so-and-so is, which is fine. Like I made the introduction, I get it. But like, I think you should give a heads up. Because it's always nice. Yeah. All of a sudden, like, I, I'm like, oh, you're working together? I had no idea, you know? Yeah, I agree. I almost never get that that follow-up. Um, and I sometimes I'll follow up and be like, hey, did you ever talk to so-and-so? Um, but some people are actually really good at it, I have to say. Yeah, I think some people are good. I think, you know, a lot – sometimes the people that I work with now just expect it. Like, oh, so, you know, there's no need to – like say a thank you or whatever, but I think you always should. I always do, no matter what. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter to me. I wanna I am thankful always for a connection or a name. Yeah. I think the other thing is when you're networking in a new industry, just being really honest about why you're what you're doing. So I I'm new to the industry and I'm interested in, you know, talking to different people and also 
being clear about what you're looking for from that person. So like, there's nothing I hate more than just like getting on the phone with someone or meeting with them and me having to say, okay, so how can I help you? Like after like 20 minutes of chit chat. Okay. So why am I sitting here? Like, how can I help you? Please, like, please, I, I, cause everyone wants to be helpful. And I, that's why I took the call and that's, I'm happy to be helpful, but be specific. And it's, it can't just be like, I just really wanted to hear about your experiences. That's, that's not going to be helpful. Like, yeah, maybe, but like, yeah, you know, it just makes me think I, I used to get a lot of uh, seniors at, oh my God, I can't think of that. What's the all girls school? Windsor. Yeah. At Windsor, they had to do a senior project always. And so I would get a lot of, this is before COVID. And a lot of them were going to like Harvard to be doctors and they would call me and say, you know, can I shadow you because I will never do what you're doing. And I just want to know what it's like and experience it because I won't. And I was like, okay, I mean, that's totally honest. They're right. They're going to go be the brain surgeon of the world. Come work with me. But it was just very, I I loved it. I I think there's nothing better than that honesty, you know, and it's really really wanted to know what it was like because they were not going to have that experience. Yeah. And so, um, so it was fun and, and very honest. <laughs> and then they would do a their project about me in the end. And I was thinking, Oh my God, they must be like, Oh, that's great. Yeah. So she takes pictures of herself. <laughs> 95% of the week. <laughs> uh, I know it's more than that, but anyways, but like you're saying is there's a have, what's the reason what are you looking for to have this meeting or what are you, you know, trying to get out of it or what don't you understand about the industry that you want to know something? Yeah, exactly. Well, if anyone has any suggestions on how to network, um, let us know. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. We would love to answer any of your questions on future episodes of shorts. Bermuda shorts. Jean shorts, short shorts, boy shorts, tennis shorts, cargo shorts, beaded shorts, running shorts, board shorts.